social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Fall is the perfect time to get your lawn the best it can be. Folks, call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401-392-1025 or online, lawndoctor.com. Lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025. Fall is the perfect time where they will treat your lawn. Top quality lawn care company for Rhode Island. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. And this is the best time to have it treated. Call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401 401- 392-1025 or online at lawndoctor.com. John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, petro.com. My goodness, it's going to be a stormy day. Hold down the fort on this Tuesday, October 26th, as it's going to be uh, tough weather, rain. Folks, this is one of those days. I know it's not snow. It's going to be a lot of traffic, a lot of water on the roads. Just be careful. If you don't have to go anywhere today, why not put it off for one day? Tomorrow afternoon will be drier than it is today. Well, folks, let's start off. There she was this morning. Now, Rhode Island, as you know, is going to be the first in the nation to have these injection centers. And our friend, Representative Patricia Morgan, appeared on uh, Fox this morning. And let's listen to some of this. Uh, talking about Rhode Island be the first in the nation with these safe injection centers, which is basically making legal intravenous drug use could happen to surrounding communities. Joining me now, Republican Minority Leader of the Rhode Island House of Representatives, State Congresswoman Patricia Morgan. Thank you so much for being actually here. actually a state if rep, is bipartisan opposition not a this, state congresswoman. Supports it? Uh, well, the political left, I, I would imagine, supports it. It was uh, the chief sponsor was a representative, um, Jay Edwards from Portsmouth. Um, but... Obviously, there were others that voted for it because it did pass. Yeah, to that end, I mean, obviously it passed because a majority of the people wanted it there in that legislature. Why does a majority of the legislature think this is a good idea? I have no idea. They called it harm reduction centers. But in my way of thinking, it's really harm enabling centers. I mean, put your, yourself in the shoes of a, of a drug addict. And we're not talking marijuana here. We're talking hardcore yep. illicit Heroin. drugs. We're talking heroin, Fentanyl. methamphetamine. Yep. So you're a hardcore drug user. And Needles. you can show up and they will, you know, they'll give you um, a bed, a, a pillow, a blanket. They'll test your drugs to make sure that uh, you're not going to overdose. Folks, this is there's no Patricia Morgan. In them. Early and, this morning uh, on. You know, you. Early you get Fox to and Friends. Right there with this illicit drug, they watch over you. If you start having problems, there's medical assistance for you. There's right. Oh, and in addition to that, then they're going to hook you into the social safety network. So you're going to get food. You're going to get housing. You're going to get medical medical attention. Probably even get a phone. There is no reason to go through the torturous um, effort of getting off of drugs right. of leaving your addiction so it enables yep. drug addiction to encourages continue. now i don't want anybody to die and that we know that there's been a 30 percent spike in drug overdoses drug deaths um since it, since the pandemic began so nobody wants that to continue but i also don't want people to be addicted for their entire lives right that's harmful too yes let's look at those numbers that you just mentioned Ninety six thousand seven hundred seventy nine overdose deaths from march 2020 to march that's of in the this country year. like you mentioned a 30 percent increase in your state of rhode island 405 deaths during the same time period that is about a 24 percent uh. increase and getting back to your earlier answer at its core that's isn't this just triple. taxpayers paying for enabling yes. the lifestyle of addicts instead yes. of getting them the treatment they need yep. so that they are no longer addicts correct yeah um you know when they talked about this bill when it was passed uh we brought that up who's paying for this and they said well it would all be charitable deductions but now i read that they're looking to put it on medicaid yep um, they're they're trying to get Medicaid to reimburse them That's and right. actually pay for the drug reduction oh. center. 
That's taxpayers then. That's right. Not only are we going to be paying for the food, the housing, all the support services, but now we're also going to be paying for the harm enabling center as well. So taxpayers are going to be footing the bill. And quite frankly, in Rhode Island, already 30% of the people in Rhode Island are on Medicaid. We spend an awful lot on Medicaid. We really don't need this to be a magnet for every Every person Folks, welcome who has an to the junkie state in our region to come to Rhode Island and get on our Medicaid services as well. My worry is that this is just creating a market for drug dealers in and around 100%. these centers. Yes. Do you share that fear? Oh my God! Yes, I do. So one of the Magnet. one of the um, aspects of this is obviously that if you're a drug addict and you're using illegal drugs, you have to purchase the drugs yourself and bring them in. If you were a, a drug dealer and you knew that law enforcement was not allowed in this area, so there's this cone of protection from law enforcement, yep. where would you set up? Right around right? there. You'd set up very close yes. to wherever this center is yep. because you know those addicts are going to come out. They're going to need to buy uh, another you know, right. another product from you. Um, so, so you're going to set up in that neighborhood. One of our representatives at the time that this was being debated said, I don't want this in my neighborhood. Of course don't not. you dare bring this into my neighborhood. Oh. Well, who knows whether it's going to be in right. her neighborhood or not, um, or in any neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just bad policy. This doesn't reduce harm. No. And, this and actually enables rep, more harm. What it's doing, it's creating literally an artificial market of illegality That's right. there in the state of Rhode Island. Yep. Patricia Morgan, we appreciate you shedding light on this. This is wild. I can't believe some of the answers you gave. I'm not questioning you. I'm just shocked. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Folks, and again, a great job by Patricia Morgan. Again, it's Shonda Pedro. That was this morning, early this morning, uh, Fox and Friends. I give her a lot of credit uh, we're going to speak to her at some point a little bit later. But these, quote, harm reduction centers, folks, this is insanity. Rhode Island is going to be the first in the nation, ahead of California, ahead of Portland, uh, right, ahead of New York City, ahead of all these different, ahead of Cambridge, Mass, all the San Francisco, all these places to have the first, quote, harm reduction center. They, they're, you know, you know, you know, you see those signs, discover beautiful Rhode Island. You know what's going to be? Discover hardcore drugs in Rhode Island. When you have centers where if you're a, heroin addict you go and they'll test your stuff make sure oh no this is pure this is good da, da, da. you don't get arrested for having it they'll even help you inject it and then kind of bring you under the wing folks you're gonna have all these junkies moving into the to our area you know how much more you have to step back and, and look at on the national stage you know is this what rhode island wants no it's already bad enough that we're a sanctuary state sanctuary cities all these illegals flocking for all the free things and now you're going to have, I mean, this is a level above. What, what, is, what is preposterous is this, this is, goes way beyond legalization of cannabis or anything remotely close to this. This is injection centers. This is basically saying heroin, fentanyl, meth, all going to be legal. Folks, think of the problems that brings along. I also come back to who are you attracting? Does that bring highly educated, well-respected taxpayers? Is this family-oriented? No. This is dregs of the dregs, and 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 families now are going to say, you know, they're. This is basically telling drug users, you can use it safely. We're going to keep it. We'll check it for you. We'll make sure it's not spiked with anything. We'll uh, give you clean needles. We'll help you inject it. You can come here, hook up with other people that are all users. I mean, think how dangerous this is and why the state of Rhode Island wants to be the first in the nation to have this. You're going to have addicts from the West Coast moving east so they can live in Rhode Island where basically hard drugs, you can be a, a drug addict with needles, are legal. Police are not allowed to go in there or arrest anyone. You're going to have dealers setting up all around those areas. Anyone that's ever been to Amsterdam, I mean, it's it's going to be another level of that. Folks, this is not, as I said, this is not Massachusetts with pot shops. This is not when uh, Colorado became the first state that where it was legal. This, this is another level. And the violence that comes with it and the problems that come with it and, and everything that comes with it. 
drug addiction it destroys lives it destroys families it is not good for business you're gonna have people that get hooked on it gonna be told hey it's safe we can help you safely be this is what they're saying we can help you safely be a drug addict you want to use fentanyl you want to use heroin you want to inject it will help you do it safely discover beautiful rhode island what does that mean come to rhode island to be a drug addict god how harmful this is folks who is going to be left here they are destroying the place you're going to have illegal drug addicts meaning illegals who are drug addicts is this really the type that they're not attracting companies they're not attracting businesses they're just attracting people that are going to have serious drug problems and 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 at the same time you know there's look at how the border is open and all the fentanyl that pours over and now they're just saying we're going to inject it for you safely so you can safely enjoy your heroin and your fentanyl and meth it's terrible folks you're listening to the john DePietro show it is a challenge trying to run your business today especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers instead let mega professionals find them for you call them today 508-336-7801 right now are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business your company call mega mega professionals today 508-336-7801 if you need workers drivers certified help part-time full-time weekend work local which is aka sleep at home drivers maybe it is drivers class a b non-cdl warehouse workers mechanics skilled labor office professionals even in the healthcare business you can depend on mega mega professionals call them today 508-336-7801 how much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business let mega professionals find them for you call them right now 508-336-7801 for mega professionals have you been thinking about updating your website do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years contact Karen Etchells at Innovas Digital Marketing Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas high efficiency carrier infinity system jkl energy efficient quiet more affordable than you think no gas no problem let jkl engineering design and install a high efficiency infinity heat pump system including ductless splits heats in the winter cools in the summer these units are so efficient it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90 percent they have the highest rebates in the market they also do new installation and replacement of high efficiency gas boilers jkl carrier factory authorized dealer licensed in both rhode island and massachusetts for 55 years jkl's reputation second to none especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction jkl is an approved national grid vpi installer jkl is also a navian certified factory dealer called jkl for a system replacement oil to gas or for a heat pump estimates are free financing is available both residential and commercial call jkl engineering today at 401-351-7600 they do it right they do it right the first time they're licensed in both rhode island and massachusetts jkl 401-351-7600 you're listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm folks joining us right now from the ama is dr willie underwood dr willie underwood welcome to the john DePietro show thank you for taking the time i want to um doctor start off with this uh i i like the name of this no time for flu campaign yes john thank you very much for having us on the show 
and participating and being such an advocate to the community by getting this out there to your audience. So let's look at this. So no time for the flu, right? We don't have time to get sick. We spent all last year getting sick. With COVID and all the stuff going on, why get the flu this year when all you have to do is just get a vaccine? Now, uh, doctor, I'm going to walk through a little bit. Um, why is getting the flu shot especially important during this pandemic? Some people are saying, you know, and I've heard this, doctor, boy, I don't hear anything about the flu. Now, I have my own answer to that, which is, you know, people have been working from home. People are far more conscious of uh, washing their hands. People are far more conscious about wearing masks. But how do you answer the question, why is getting a flu shot important during a pandemic? Last year, with all the mitigation measures um, for COVID, they also mitigated the flu as well. So the flu became less of an issue last year. Now, because of that, because we weren't exposed to the flu as much last year, we're expecting to have greater rates of flu this year. And plus, we're back in schools. We're wearing masks less. We're not socially distancing as much. And we're interacting with each other at greater rates. We're likelihood to have a more significant flu pandemic this year compared to years in the past. So it's extremely important. Now, Doctor Willie, uh, and I'm sorry, we since we are, do we have Doctor Labert of the CDC with you as well? No. I'm no. Okay. All right. Now, no, no, no. I just wanted to double check. Now, let's answer some basics. Okay. Dr. Will, who's eligible to get a flu shot? All right. Okay, who's eligible to get a flu shot? Anyone six months of age or older is eligible to get a flu shot. So all the way. So you're greater than six months until 120, right? We got someone out there who's 120. They, you know, they can get a flu shot. And, and why is, is that important? All right. So we know that children are more susceptible to the flu. And older people are more susceptible to the flu, but this flu is spread by everyone. We've seen in our offices or at work or in, in our gym or kids in classroom, one person gets the flu and they spread it throughout the whole group. Dr. Willie, can you get a flu shot in COVID-19? Can you get vaccinated at the same time? Yes, we're actually encouraging it even. So if you if you have not gotten a COVID vaccine and you get an opportunity to get a flu shot, and guess you can get a flu shot for free in many places, pharmacies, doctors' offices, um, um, uh, grocery stores, and we're telling people to go to getmyfluShot.org where you can get information and get a flu shot near you. But yes, you can get them both together. Now, and again, folks, we're speaking with Dr. Willie Underwood of the AMA. What are the benefits? Walk through people the benefits of getting a flu shot. Well, the benefits of getting a flu shot, we know that the flu shot can reduce your risk of getting a flu by up to 60%. It also protects you and your family from getting the flu, which is extremely important because 45 million people in the United States a year get the flu. 710,000 people die from the flu a year in the U.S. So, and we know that we saw all those deaths last year from COVID. We're going to combine that and add to that by having deaths from the flu. And, we, and, this, and this can totally be prevented. And when you start talking about racial differences, blacks compared to whites are 1.8 times more likely uh, and Hispanics are 1.2 times more likely to be hospitalized from the flu. The children are four times more likely uh, being hospitalized or dying from the flu compared to white. All this can be prevented just by getting a shot in the arm. Folks, again, we're speaking to Dr. Willie Underwood, AMA. The campaign this year is No Time for Flu Campaign. And Dr. Willie, I, I also... Uh, I think it's so important. I recognize some people don't understand. You know, they say, I thought you can't get it. Well, you know, you could get the flu. It just wouldn't hit you as severe. Same thing with COVID. You know, people that are testing positive that got vaccinated. To me, that shows, for instance, uh, Judge Brett Kavanaugh. I thought the media got it all wrong. The, the story should not have been that he received the vaccine and then tested positive. To me, the story should have been, look, it worked. 
the fact that he got the vaccine, uh, you know, he didn't have any symptoms. They kept him out of the hospital. There just seems to be a lot of uh, misconceptions about getting the vaccine. It doesn't mean the way I interpret it. You know, it doesn't mean your body, you're Superman, you have this ring around you that you're not getting any viruses. It, it sounds to me, my understanding is it certainly just provides our body uh, the, the vaccine provides your body the ability to fight off these viruses. Yeah, that's the main point. It provides, these vaccines provide your body the ability to fight the, to fight the diseases off, right, to fight the viruses. But it also has a preventative effect as well, right? So, so yes, you may get it and you may have a less severe or you may not get it at all if you've been exposed or you may get it and not even know that you even had it because your symptomology is so low that, you know, you keep on moving and keep on stepping and you don't even realize that you've had it. And doctor, before I let you go, um, I mean, is it fair to say that last year when people were questioning why the flu numbers at least seemed to be way down, you had people working from home, you had children doing online you know, learning, distance learning, you had there's far more of a, you know, people are far more conscious of washing their hands. You didn't have a lot of gatherings indoors. Would, would it be fair to say that in the past, pre-COVID, if people, when they were sick, stayed at home, didn't go to work, didn't go to a party, if people washed their hands more often, if people wore masks indoors, if all those protocols had been followed, flu numbers in the past Along with flu shots, the numbers would have been considerably down. Is that fair? That is fair. You hit it dead on the head. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, that is exactly true. If we The mitigation measures that we did last year to reduce the spread of COVID and the deaths, they impacted the flu at the same time. So we did those things pre-COVID, masks, right, washing our hands, social distancing, less gathering. Right. Stay at home if you're sick. Right. Those things would would definitely decrease the spread of flu. I mean, you know, in the offices and, in, you know, people would come in and you could hear them sneezing down the hall and you know that that was going to spread throughout the whole building. Yep. Folks, he is Dr. Willie Underwood of the AMA. Doctor, great job as always. Thank you for joining us. And uh, hopefully people will adhere your advice. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA 508 336 2110. 508 336 2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA truck and trailer repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, Petro.com. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor, AnchorRising.com. It's Justin Katz. Justin, I want to start off with, I just, I think the imaging is terrible. Uh, coming up this Friday, they had a big announcement where they're going to be awarding these uh, cannabis licenses to certain individuals that want it. Um, just the setup that they're going to have where it, it's, it's like, a, it, well, first, uh, it's a lottery, but the way it's designed, they're going to have kind of when you're watching a drawing, the balls pop up. And I, I think this just sends the wrong message because we associate lotteries with winners and, you know, people excited and there's a lot of money involved in your quota, you know, a lottery winner. And for, you know, a state that wants to be taken seriously business business wise, um, 
I just I have a problem with the optics of how this is seemingly is going to go down this Friday. No, and I, I well, I think you're right too. And it, but of course, it, there is a lot of money, so it is almost like a like a lottery winning. I mean, these companies, thirty seven companies or so, have put in bids or twenty three companies for thirty seven licenses, and they're they've paid a lot of money to get into it. Um, sorry, thirty seven bids from twenty three companies, but they paid a lot of money to get into this, and so they. It is a big deal, and but I think that what it really points to is the problem the government is getting itself into with this sort of venture. I mean, we've already seen right almost right out of the gate of legalizing marijuana. We've got a, the the former mayor Jaziel Correa of, of Fall River uh, yep. indicted, and, and for reasons of having to do with these marijuana licenses, and so they're in a tough spot. I mean, if you it, the temptation just to corruptly take bribes to give them out is huge. And that, that's a big problem as well. So what do you do? It's almost as if they've left themselves no choice but to do things in, a, in an obviously almost almost comically random way. I mean, but I think that really points to the, the problem of this whole principle is that this idea that getting government involved somehow right. cleans right. up an illegal drug uh, racket. It, and it does. And I agree with you. And I just, you know, wonder, you don't see this type of um, this type of approach with with other products. Uh, if you and I feel, hey, I have a good idea and a, a flavor or a recipe, I should say, for a certain type of brewery, then we open and then you let the, you know, the free market uh, take over. Maybe people like the brew that we put out. Maybe, maybe they don't. Um, and you're starting to see that. So I, I'm always hesitant when, whenever there's a limited number, Justin, it certainly just incredibly increases the uh, p- potential for government corruption. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, but that's that's at the core of this whole venture. I mean, the governments governments have discovered with casinos and gambling how nice it is to be able to make an illegal thing legal for government profit, and that's yep. what they're doing here. And that's why I, I'm against this whole effort. And to begin with, despite thinking marijuana probably should not be illegal, uh, this is just a money grab. And so that's that's what it comes down to. And when you have a government money grab, you're going to have corruption. It's just built. It's baked in. Now, last week also, we started to get some um, some idea of some of the testimony that's going on. This is uh, a trial. It's not getting a lot of attention, but it's the parents. I did interview one of the, the lead plaintiffs uh, in this. These are parents that are challenging the science, uh, again, in Rhode Island, where it's, it's a mask mandate within the schools. So um, the attorney... Uh, wanted to go through them. But anyhow, I think one of the most important things they've brought out that Justin Katz, the media really has not harped on is the way it was being framed that children were dying from the virus. And, you know, I would see, and I even mentioned this plaintiff on, online, anytime anyone mentioned that children should not be masked in school, you know, the other side pushes back with, well, what's the acceptable number to you with the kids that should die and the children are dying. And I guess we learned in the testimony, they had Dr. McDonald on the stand from the Rhode Island health department. He testified that if you have a young person, gunshot wound, they rush to the hospital. Uh, they pass away. If they test them and they also had COVID, they put COVID as cause of death instead of the gunshot wound. And Justin, that, that just seems ludicrous. Well, right. Well, they, they count on the list of people who are who, who died of co- with COVID. That's that's been a big contention for for months. Is this, you know, is it with COVID or of COVID? Um, per I, the last time I looked at it, there were three pediatric deaths involving COVID. Two were confirmed not to be COVID driven. And the other one was indeterminate, which means it could have been COVID or, or not. Um, it's still not a tremendous risk. And I think we've seen this even with um, with Pfizer, just in their study that was just released about uh, how safe the safety of the vaccine for, for children. They only only 1.4% of kids who did not get the vaccine caught COVID in the first place, and nobody had a serious uh, reaction to, to the virus, whether they were vaccinated or not. That's the level of of danger, which is none. It's much less than uh, much less than even probably vaccinated adults the risk to children. And I, I mean, I, Joe Rogan recently, the podcaster, made made headlines around the country for for pointing this out um, to the CNN doctor. Just the 
if you're vaccinated, if you're young, or if you've had COVID, you're safe. And we any and that's why it's really lamentable, as you suggest, that the news media, the courts, nobody is taking seriously the harms of things like vaccine, vaccinating or ma- masking. I mean, not the harms, but the risks of vaccinating and the harms of masking. I mean, that's that's a big, great argument the parents have. They've observed, I mean, you've got 35. It's not as if this is a fringe family or two. Uh, they've observed tangible harms to their children of what the way we've been handling this with kids. And there've got to be, you've got to be able to see faces smiling or, or pronouncing words. It's just, you, you don't learn as well without it. So there are harms and the, the risk of the virus to say, how many kids do you want to die? And, you know, you, you could almost say, well, how many kids do you want to die of suicide or drug overdose because they weren't right. properly educated, couldn't find a job and spent years miserable and then killed themselves or, or overdosed on drugs. I mean, that that's, more plausible in my view than children dying of large numbers of children dying of COVID. And yet we don't, we can't look that far ahead. It's, it's just, it's just a shame. Um, it's a shame that, that the people in charge won't consider that side of the argument. It's, it's a shame in my view that, that the judge will probably is just not going to stand up for the rights of the people at the end of the day. See, that's the thing. And, uh, and it goes back to our trust in the court system. Again, that, that hasn't been decided yet. But Justin, I'll, I'll share with you, you know, I would find it frustrating that I would be at one of the COVID briefings and Dr. Scott and I would ask her and, you know, as she's standing there and the head of the Department of Health and, and it's a live press briefing and she's saying, oh, no, there are school aged children that have died of COVID. I, I admit there's there's a level of trust that I, I, I trust that she is, you know, telling us the truth that that did happen. Um, it puts you in an awkward position to question that. And then for it to come out of how they, you know, basically anyone that shows up in the hospital, if they if they die, if in fact they also test positive for COVID, they're putting that as the reason. So um, I think there's, there's a lot of problems with this because it also just erodes the confidence. I, I come back to when you have the head of the Rhode Island Department of Health, whether it's Dr. Cole Scholar, Dr. McDonald, when they're standing up in front of the cameras and saying, you know, the following there's there's a level of trust that we're placing in that, that they're giving us, you know, no spin and what's going on. And now we find out that that was not the case, that uh, this whole assessment that that there are school aged children in Rhode Island that have been dying of COVID has now been proven that it's just not true. Yeah. You know, I, I remember still when I was in, in high school, you know, there was a child who, who just had a heart attack or something running around a track during gym class. I mean, children die. And it's so it's, it's just morally wrong for, for the advocates to be uh, to be making that making a policy decision, you know, with that kind of a guilt trip like that. But I think you put your finger on a, a big, big concern of mine is the credibility of these public health experts, quote unquote, going forward, I think is in big trouble uh, for, for a fundraiser, for a charity, for a nonprofit. A few weeks ago, I was working one of the stands at Gillette for a football game. No masks. I mean, maybe three to three to six during the entire, you know, thousands of people I saw walk by the stand that people have that experience in their daily lives. And then they go home and have to put a mask on their children to go to school. I, I think people are starting to just are, are in the long run, not going to trust the, the government's uh, prescriptions for these sorts of things, which could be you know, really dangerous the next time one of these happens. If, it's a, you, if you get a boy who cried wolf kind of situation where people yeah. just say, you know what, you made us mask our kids. I've watched them collapse in their school uh school not collapse but fail in their school afterwards when they got depressed or couldn't study or couldn't understand what the teacher was saying meanwhile we were all going out to the going out to the trampoline park and none of the kids had masks i went to gillette for a football game nobody had a mask and there weren't big outbreaks you lied to us and the next time the government wants to needs to uh be able to get people to, to behave properly in the face of some kind of pandemic they're not going to be able to which frankly, probably just means they'll crack down even more in a totalitarian way they've been doing, like Australia, for example. That's right. Um, and you, you listen, it, and it doesn't take long for it to happen. You see it with meteorologists when they blow the prediction on a storm. Well, that happens once or twice during the course of the winter. After that, people like, oh, they they always keep saying we're going to get, you know, crushed with a big snowstorm. Then it turns out to be nothing and people lose faith. Post quick break, a lot more politics this week right here on the John DePietro Show. J. Perry Paving always provides high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. 
Over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. Give them a call today. Free estimate 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. A licensed and insured contracting company. Hey, they'll meet their clients' needs no matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Reach out to J. Perry Paving. Get a free quote. And remember, no one's better for veterans, two veterans, than J. Perry Paving. If you are a veteran or related to one, have them give them a call. They may do their driveway for them. 401-732-1730. Find them on Facebook. And then the website is letter J, jperrypaving.com. Mega Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300, Mega Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing a proven track record with fortune 500 companies you can depend on mega logistics call them today 401-431-2300 you have enough enough challenges trying to run your business let mega logistics help you do that call them today 401-431-2300 serving rhode island and massachusetts again if you have freight Freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage. You can depend on Mega Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300 for Mega Logistics. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Check out the website, dipietro.com. We have original, unique exclusive stories videos content all our links to social media facebook twitter instagram youtube it's all right there and that's also the best way to reach me log on at the website depetro.com depetro.com brothers disposal call brothers disposal today get a purple dumpster for your driveway how do you know it's brother's disposal because it's a purple dumpster look for them on facebook and give them a call for an estimate 401-688-0517 get a dumpster in your driveway maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage unwanted belongings maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out clean it out with brother's disposal they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brother roland today at brother's disposal 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Sabina, oh, I'm sorry, That's Sabina okay. Durden, advocate for victims of illegal alien crime mm-hmm. and. Uh, I always like to say, you know, you have a story to tell, and I could tell the story, but you have a very specific story that changed your life, that changed the life of your family, Uh, your only child, Dominic, which was the name of my grandfather, my father's side. So take us back to July 12th, almost almost 10 years ago, nine years ago. And with your son, Dominic. Dominic was my only child, my German chocolate, as he called himself. And he was working for the sheriff's department in Riverside, California, as a 911 dispatcher. He was on his way to work on July 12th, uh, 5.45 a.m. on his motorcycle when an illegal alien from Guatemala with two felonies, grand theft and um, what was the... See, sometimes I go blank. Well, two felonies, one deportation, two DUIs, the last one just five weeks prior, turned his uninsured and, um, he, of course, he wasn't licensed, truck in front of Dominic and hit him so hard that Dominic died instantly, oh. threw him into a wall on the sidewalk. 
And the guy started running, but there were witnesses. They caught him. Um, the first responder, the first cop showed up, and he lost it because it was Dominic's best friend. Oh, my goodness. Dominic knew all the police. He was working on becoming a helicopter pilot for the sheriff's department. Wow. The fire department showed up. They couldn't, they couldn't deal with it because they knew him as their best volunteer. Uh, they covered him in a flag and escorted him to the coroner's office. I was out of town, so every parent's nightmare. You get oh. that call where somebody says, I'm so sorry to let you know Dominic got killed. And I was in Atlanta. We had just arrived. We turned around, come home. I thought it was an accident at first. Um, and then a cop whispered to me as we stood at the memorial for Dominic and said, you need to ask the DA to tell you the truth. Because they were, they were not going to tell me. Wow. They knew the killer. They had him in their courtroom. Oh. They charged him with a vehicular manslaughter without gross negligence. Uh, the judge made a deal with him because he also know the guy, knew the guy. And he got nine months, five-year probation. And he served actually 35 days. Now, I would like to play devil's advocate, if you don't mind, sure. with some of the things the people that step up and, for instance, let's just say like an AOC or someone like that, mm -hmm. who would say, the person that did that to your son, well, he was just a dreamer looking for a better life. Right. And I hear that a lot. And I tell him, well, my son was a dreamer. I'm a dreamer because I came here legally. I obeyed the laws. Yep. My son obeyed the laws. His dreams turned into a nightmare. My life turned into a nightmare. And we Amer here in America, we are very generous. But you still have to come through the front door yes. and be vetted. And somebody has to find out who you are. And you yep. can't just come in here and, and play that little fiddle and this little, oh, feel sorry for me. While our own are suffering and we're handing our country over to illegals and refugees. What about those that say America is a melting pot? Oh, absolutely it is. But it's still about law, and we still all have to obey the law. And if either one of us would have driven with two DUIs, no license, we would suffer consequences. Yes. Well, this guy was rewarded for his actions, and he was deported a year and a half later because I got very loud, and I would go to the detention center every week to make sure that they wouldn't let him out in the back. And I learned about illegal immigration those last almost 10 years. Oh. And it's horrifying because we all are affected whether we yes. want to believe it or not. And it don't matter what city or state you're in. We are right now paying for every illegal that is here. Yep. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. We are in our nation's capital uh, with me, Sabina Durden, who's an advocate for victims of illegal alien crime. Her only son, Dominic, lost his life to an illegal um what about what was your thought when you watched the fifteen thousand oh. haitians under the bridge oh. and then trying to run across the river past the agents and people the president of the united states yeah. taking sides against his own border patrol right. and defending the actions of people who were blatantly trespassing yeah. and committing a crime I was outraged, and my TV uh, suffered a lot of abuse. I threw my my husband replaced my oh, sneakers wow. with flip flops, so oh. I could throw them. Oh my goodness! I was so angry because again, the border patrol and law enforcement is uh, undermined. They yes. are they are working overtime. They yep. are tired. They are they exposed to all these diseases, not just COVID. That's right. Then you, you, you throw the border patrol agents on horses who are doing their job, who didn't hurt anybody, no. didn't, didn't strap anybody. No, no. You throw them under the bus yeah. and here comes the kicker. Now uh, border patrol has to be vaccinated. Yes. Uh, or if they, if they don't, they lose their job. But That's right. yet we have the door open for illegals yep. who don't have to do this. And watching what was happening, I just hope that a lot of people who thought it's no big deal once in a while, oh, well, you know, your son got killed. He's won. It's, you know, it could have happened with an American driver. People need to stop making excuses because your family is at risk every time they step out of the house. That's right. It could be you sitting here telling a story. And, and to your listeners and everybody out there, 
please speak up uh, call your representatives let them know you're not you're not standing for this anymore you're not a ra- I get called racist Dominic wow. Dominic Think was biracial Beautiful. Called himself what German a beautiful boy. He, wow. sure, he was an amazing man, 30 the, years old. But The man that did that, where was he deported to? Guatemala. Guatemala. Oh, he's back. His because family's in Riverside. He's back? Of course. Back in our country? Yes. After being deported? Of course. Oh, there are no my cons- goodness. Well, with Biden holding the door open, yes. rolling out the red carpet. Yep. They now, have no more fear. We're now, in the shadows. The people listening to you in Providence, Rhode Island, the mayor, yeah. his parents were illegals from Guatemala. Yeah. They brought him over, and he started a sanctuary city and started direct flights. And his famous thing is, no person is illegal. The least oh. we could do is take these people in. And and it's oh. it's total, total pandemonium, chaos. Uh, they Cost. won't take the vaccine. Costs. Yes. Uh, the drain on the system. Absolutely. They have had a lot of people move out because of the illegals committing yeah. crimes and so forth. There's just an element of lawlessness. Yeah. And this mayor, this mayor Alorza, now he has also allowed graffiti because he said uh, in Guatemala there's graffiti so it makes them feel like well, home. Did he ever he, think about he's not a- Guatemala He's not anymore? in Guatemala anymore. Wait a minute. You're Think in Rhode Island. Yes. But he said, you know, he's almost turned Providence into. Here's another thing. And I don't <laughs> want to get too off track. But no, no, so a okay. major problem in the city is these ATV riders, these uh, off-track vehicles that they're illegal. And you're not supposed to have them. So he says, oh, in Guatemala, people ride those everywhere. So they ride all over yes, the city. Wow. Terrorize. There's 50 of them will circle around your car. Mm-hmm. So now people are afraid to go into the downtown area. Has anybody but told him he's, he's not, not in Guatemala? Has anybody anymore? told him he's not Think in Guatemala? Think of that. It's good and, to hear it outside you know, when, say when, that. When I hear this, that people are not illegal, I'm like, what does that even have to do with it? Right. We have laws. Yes. I had to apply for citizenship. Yep. I carried before I became a citizen. It took me six years. And... I had to carry a legal resident, uh, no, a resident alien card. It didn't bother me because right. I knew I was doing it the right way. Yes. And all the excuses don't fall for it. And one thing I've learned, we get called racist. I get called racist if I speak about illegal immigration and not standing for it because I don't want anybody just walk into my house, claim they are now family because they've been there five minutes. Don't let them shut you down. If somebody calls you a racist, they just want to change the conversation and get you off track. Yep. Speak out because, like I said, it's not when, if it's not if it, it's going to happen. It's when it happens. And there are so many Americans getting affected. Not just death, but hit and run. Your schools are overcrowded. They are getting welfare. Yes. The the system is so corrupt that they constantly get money. When they come over here over the border, they get an envelope with a plane ticket to where they want to go and get money. Think of that. I, I, I told my sister, she's yep. in Germany, she has to be vaccinated to come here. I said, just come through Del Rio and then you get an envelope. That's with right. Cash yes. And come visit us. No, Sabina Durden, what do you think of uh, Vice President Harris saying she was appalled by the oh. actions of the Border Patrol? Just the, the two words, Vice President and Harris, yes. that just makes me shiver because yeah. she's an absolute loser and failure. And she's just empty like he is. She is. Oh, yeah. it, it's, she can say all she wants. She, she has absolutely turned her back, just like Biden, turned their back on, on hardworking Americans. And if people don't wake up because it affects their pocketbook now. Yep. Who you think is, is paying for all these That's illegals, right. for these Afghan refugees? Yes. And they're going to keep squeezing you. Oh, you got to feel sorry. Yeah. No. Yesterday I walked, I saw a young man sleeping on a sidewalk. He deserves to be helped. Not the Afghani refugees and right. not the illegals. Right. I'm tired of it. Yes. I'm so sick of it. And Sabina, but when President Trump was in office, oh. I mean, there was a policy. Yes. We were making progress. Yeah. Uh, it was not an open door. We no. didn't have an open border. He truly was a deterrent for many of these people. They would not be coming in the way they come no, in. No, and yeah. he he had every country, and he had Mexico in his hand, and said, "If you don't, if you don't keep those guys back, and with the stay in Mexico policy, 
we had four years of bliss, no wars, none of that. And he was the reason why my son even got a voice. I met him wow. in 2015. Did you? Oh, yes, wow. he wanted to hear my story Look and then that. put me in front of a microphone. Yes. He got me uh, to speak at the RNC yes. 2016. Wow, what I was got, that like? Oh, it was it you was life-changing. Yes. Being in the White House with him. Wow. And looking in a man's face who who truly loves this country. Yes, and, and cares. Yes. Yes. And meant what he said and said what he meant. That's right. This guy right now, it's an empty suit. She's worthless because... And and there's another thing. <laughs> Biden never been to the border. No. How long has he been in D.C.? He's yes. never, never been to been the been border. There. Eight years as vice president, but plus he, years as a senator. Yes. yes. And, 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 and circle back girl Saki, she was saying, well, what would he do there? And I'm thinking, okay, uh, he went to where the floods were. Yes. Showed his face. That's he right. He went to where the fire was. That's right. So why wouldn't you go to the border? That's right. And not like Kamala did where she yep. went where nothing was happening. She should have went. What, yeah. Before I let you go, because uh, we're right. coming up to the one o'clock sure. news. What was it like? Being with President Trump in the White House. Oh my God, that was like a vitamin D shot. It's it, he gave me hope, and and I tell you, he saved my life. Wow. I was about to take my life. I, oh. I, that was my only child, my best friend. When I saw him on TV announce his presidency, yes. he mentioned illegal immigration. Yeah, he did. Stop me in my track. Yep. That man is the real deal. And Fearless. you know, people. Okay, so you don't like the way he oh, moves so and talks. Oh what? please, but you lived in, in yes, comfort. You that's didn't right. have to pay you know up but the way they through. feared him that's the yes, biggest thing and the media the didn't understand was the media carried his voice out but he yes. made it very clear you're not coming in here that's right and for all the tough talk look at the effect it had they oh, wouldn't course. dare try to venture no. in he, and he backed our law enforcement he did he made sure they yep. were they were respected and and he supported them now we are thrown under the bus. And you know how yeah. they used to say illegals were living in the shadows? Yes. They know. No huh. longer. We are living in we the are. shadows. Yes. We're getting pushed aside. And they make room and excuses for illegals. So speak up. Go write letters. Uh, call your representatives and let them know you're not for amnesty. You That's don't right. want this. And the the mayor in Providence, Providence mayor. Rhode Island. Like I think he might need a, a return ticket to Guatemala. I think you're you know, right. You, yeah. you can't change it. Well, he's crazy. He like, walks around like, oh, this is beautiful. It reminds me of Guatemala. I mean, there's trash in the street, ATV bikes riding all over the place, graffiti all over the walls. He's made the city third world yeah. instead and of saying that's the way that's it should be. You have a voice. That's Speak right. Up. Yep. Defended. Yes. You can no longer sit at home no. and hope somebody else takes That's care of right. it. Speak out. You don't have to go on a microphone, but no. send them letters, emails, and yes. call them. They'll respond. Folks, she is Sabina Dur Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling. Helpful trustworthy reliable as coogie says let us into your home don't fix it alone call them today 401-732-6562 you can also find them on facebook and the website recooganheating.com they're helpful trustworthy reliable residential services from winter to summer train technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements call re coogan and heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service re coogan and heating 401 732 6562